Good morning, Hyrule. Welcome to Zelda Daily, your number one show for all the latest news regarding everyone's favorite pointy-eared Hylian. I'm your host, David, and joining me is my co-host, Zach. Go ahead, say hi, Zach. Howdy, everybody. Uh, it sure is a great day today. Just can't wait to get started. How, how are we feeling today? You know, I'm feeling pretty good, Zach. You know, I, I cannot wait to get this going. So before we get into the show, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little about, about yourself? And, you know, how long have you been a Zelda fan? And, you know, what made you want to become the co-host of Zelda Daily? Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, like you mentioned before, my name is Zach. Howdy, everyone. Um, I'm pretty big on Zelda. Um, I wasn't for the longest time, though. Uh, I knew it was a big franchise for most of my childhood, but I just never got into it. And then around when I was 12 or 13, uh, I got uh, Twilight Princess for the Wii. A weird one to start off with, but I, I got it and... Just something about it like clicked. I played it for a little bit. I shelled it for a little bit, never finished it. And I was just like, okay, well, I mean, this was neat and all. And then, uh, you know, I, I slowly more and more, I piqued my interest and I got Ocarina of Time 3D, played that, beat that. I loved it. Um, then I just sort of wanted to play more and more and just got more and more into it. My favorite one, my favorite Zelda game right now is Majora's Mask. It's been back and forth between Majora's Mask, Link Between Worlds, and Breath of the Wild. They're just all really good for a lot of different reasons. And just whatever reason I'm feeling right now is just uh, whichever one's my favorite. And right now it's Majora's Mask. Um, but the reason why I wanted to become co-host for uh, Zelda Daily was because I have a lot that I want to say about Zelda and like each individual game and like what I've experienced and like what I find is good and bad and just what makes the Zelda game a Zelda game. Um, I just want to have an outlet to just sort of let all of what I want to say about Zelda. I just want an outlet to just let it all out and just have people hear it and just have like a platform for me to just just let it all out and just talk about it because I enjoy this series. I enjoy talking about it and it's just it's a lot of fun and you know this opportunity came up so I took it. So. Yeah, that's why I did it. And why did you want to start it, David? Why did you want to start uh, Zelda Daily in the first place? So, I've always been a huge Zelda fan. I think I first started playing Zelda when I was about five years old. Um, my brother had a Nintendo 64 that he would play all the time. Now, my brother's about, like, I think 13 years older than me. So, he kind of left after I turned maybe five or six. He always played his Nintendo 64. And the fa his favorite game of all time that he ever played was Ocarina of Time. He had replayed that so much. And I remember it was Christmas of 2004, I believe. 2004, 2005. And he was playing it on the N64 while everyone was eating dinner still. And we used to have huge parties when I was younger. So there would be like 70 plus people in the house. Well, my brother wanted to hold me while he played. But... When he played, there was something about that game. I don't remember a whole lot about that day, but there was something about that game that really captivated me. I don't know if it was the music. I don't know if it was Link. I don't know what exactly it was, but I told my brother... I The only thing I remember is I told my brother, hey, I want to play this. So he and I began to play it together, and eventually when he moved out, he gave me his Nintendo 64 um, along with his collection of games, including Ocarina, and I, I played the heck out of that game, man. Um, and from there, uh, I got a GameCube, uh, got Wind Waker, then Twilight Princess, and then eventually, 
I just started getting every Zelda game, started playing every Zelda game, and I'm where I'm at now, where uh, the franchise is really one of the bigger influences in my life in terms of uh, the type of things that I like and also the type of stories that I like to write too. Um, I'm a storyteller and a writer. I have a couple shows that I do write and a lot of the uh, nuances and a lot of the subtleties in those shows are actually influenced by The Legend of Zelda and so to be able to say that something like that has really impacted my life, it, it, it means a lot. Um, my favorite Zelda game, hands down, is Breath of the Wild. Um, there is really nothing like it out there, in my opinion, especially a Zelda game. It, mm -hmm. it, it takes the name and, you know, while changing everything it up, it really keeps it fresh and new. And it, it's just, it really is a breath of fresh air. And I, I was so, so excited when I got that game. And I, I still play it to this day. I, I replayed it, I think, at least three times. Um, it definitely, and you find something new every time that you didn't the last, and that's what I really, really do like about it too. Um, mm -hmm. The music as well. I know a lot of people initially uh, were slightly disappointed with the lack of music, but really, when once you go into the game, each major location has its own music, and I think my favorite would be the Rito Village uh, theme. Mm -hmm. It it's so cool how it it changes for night and day. And it kind of has that nod to uh, Dragon Roost Island too, which I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little bit about me, uh, or a lot about me. Um, <laughs> and yeah, no, I'm just super excited to get this going. So yeah, if you're ready, let's uh, let's uh, go ahead and move on to our first segment. everyone and welcome to Castletown Times. Today we got a lot of news today. Um, basically this is our Zelda news segment uh, on our show where David and I will be discussing the latest and greatest news and updates regarding uh, any upcoming uh, games, any events, and you know a lot more in the community and such. And today um, we got a bit of news regarding uh, Breath of the Wild 2 and what could come after it and David I believe you have a little bit to talk about Breath of the Wild 2 and some leaks there was a job listing that was uh, leaked on Twitter I'm not sure if it was recent or, or how recent it was but there was a job leak on Twitter by Nintendo saying that they were looking for a level designer for the Legend of Zelda series so this person would create events dungeons fields enemies from design to actual implementation. So they're looking for someone that uh, has game planner experience on console games and can communicate in Japanese, yada, yada, yada. Um, so to me, this shows that Breath of the Wild 2 will not be coming out in 2020. Um, I think it'll probably be coming out in maybe 2021. Um, <clears throat> just for the fact that if they're searching for a really big part of the game design and level design for the Legend of Zelda series uh, mm -hmm. one could assume that that also entails Breath of the Wild 2 which would then mean you know they at least need maybe another year to do that so my, my guess would be Breath of the Wild 2 would be releasing 
maybe summer of 2021. If we're lucky. That's kind of my thought on it. Um, I think they're going to take all of next year to, to work on it. Since we don't even have a title yet, I think uh, mm-hmm. definitely it's going to be it's going to be quite some time before before we get Breath of the Wild too. But other than that, I mean, there hasn't really been a whole lot. Nintendo's been been really really quiet on Breath of the Wild two lately, which isn't a bad thing either. But definitely the only sort of news that we have regarding it uh, really is that. Other than that, we do have the teaser that was released at E three yeah. uh, this year. Um, but other than that, I don't know, uh, I think you you had a couple things, didn't you? Um, there was information that had come up from Nintendo president Shantaro Furukawa, I don't know how to pronounce that properly, um, it was regarding Link's Awakening, uh, during, uh, Ninti's latest financial results briefing, and basically Furukawa had this to say about Link's Awakening, he had said, uh, regarding the future, there is no clear directive to release remade titles. On one hand, in our 30 years of game console business, we have made past games that have been played by many people, which have left strong impressions on them, and this is a very valuable asset to our company. Nostalgia is one great appeal, but in but even in remake titles, what's more important is to create new game experiences, fun and more. More than anything, we believe that passion towards wanting to remake the game from the creator of the original game is very important. So obviously, there's something to be said about what Nintendo thinks and what uh, basically, Zelda team thinks about remaking a title and what they believe uh, is p- important to consider when remaking titles. Obviously, when they say uh, they want, they obviously want something new, but also something that appeals to nostalgia. They don't want to make a cookie cutter remake, even though <laughs> most of them have been. But Link's Awakening was really just a strive from what the Zelda remakes have been lately. Uh, where they add just a bunch of new things, and I think that's uh, really unique, and I think that's definitely an interesting sort of turn for where they're headed in terms of uh, remaking Zelda games. And just uh, it really just thinks because like Link's Awakening did get uh, a pretty good a pretty good sales record, obviously. It really just sort of speaks for what they could believe will happen with the the remakes down the line. And I I definitely. I see what what his point is too, and I to an extent I agree with that. I think remakes are they're fun, but a lot of them aren't necessary. Um, mm-hmm. They're think, easy. They're easy to make. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think if we're going to tr- want to go through the route of remakes, we should at least do something in the style of a link between worlds, where it was. Uh, essentially a link to the past but just a brand new story and obviously in 3d um yeah. or even like spirit tracks for example how spirit tracks was the exact same engine same game design as phantom hourglass there were just subtle differences in between the two games so i think if we're yeah. gonna go through the remake route um it, we shouldn't use remakes, but we could reuse worlds and then just update them. I'd really like to see a game from the Twilight Princess world come out, but just, you know, you expand the world a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what Breath of the Wild 2 is doing, where it's taking the same world of Hyrule, but at the end of the trailer you sort of see Ganon's castle, Zelda's castle, just sort of lift from the ground, mm-hmm. implementing that they're either going like into the sky or below ground either way it's either going to be 
a reused Hyrule, which sounds interesting enough, but I mean, we've already explored a massive Hyrule already, but there could be just some lingering elements of Hyrule there, or we could go uh, just underground, underneath the castle, explore underground, which is, looked like they were doing in the trailer, like exploring like ruins underneath the castle, maybe. Mm -hmm. Just all these like exploring themes of just what's new in Hyrule, what's what haven't we explored yet in this Zelda world? I think whatever they are going to do, I think they're going to do it right. I think with Breath mm -hmm. of the Wild, they really got an idea of what will people respond positively to. They have a few things I think they can tweak, uh, like the weapon system I think could be tweaked a bit. I honestly really like this whole shrine system i know a lot of people really missed having the traditional dungeons but i really liked having these little sort of mini dungeons that you have like a hundred or whatever of that you can complete in 10 to 15 minutes but it's still a fun little puzzle yeah. i feel like when you say okay we're gonna have this many dungeons you know you really limit yourself to the different types of puzzles and stuff you can have um, yeah like oh this is the fire dungeon you gotta have a fire puzzle you know, water puzzle for the water dungeon. Exactly. Uh, but with shrines in Breath of the Wild 2, you basically just could create any puzzle just to get a, a I, shrine. Herb. I think if they did, like, the underground shrines and then they added, like, like maybe four core temples, um, mm, I like think that could, be, that could be a good uh, contrast uh, to Breath of the Wild. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see where that goes, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for it either way. Um, and we'll be sure to keep you guys updated on any sort of news that comes out for Breath of the Wild 2 specifically, uh, because I know that that is uh, it's a big thing. We're all, we're uh -huh. all waiting for that. Um, oh, hold on. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's the postman. Oh, thanks. You know, I think it's mailbag time. You know, Zach, could you run us down uh, on what mailbag time is and how our listeners can participate? Oh, of course. Mailbag is for viewer questions that you can send to uh, zeldadailyshow at gmail.com. Whether you want to know our opinion on something or a certain topic you want us to cover, do it. And as it turns out, we already have a question from user Bonsai Tortoise, who asks, Hey Zelda Daily, I was wondering what your guys' upload schedule is going to be like. I've always wanted a dedicated podcast to listen to on my way to work and school. Thanks, guys. David, do you want to go ahead and answer this one? Sure. So, Zelda Daily's uploading schedule is going to be every week. Our YouTube channel will be uploading every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So our YouTube channel is going to consist of the main podcast uh, upload after the show is aired on our podcasting sites. Um, it'll also include our mailbag sessions. It'll include Let's Plays, theory videos, speculation, more news updates, and just different type of Zelda videos and Nintendo-related videos that we can think of that Zach or I, or both of us, would be creating together. So that's kind of our upload schedule, and that's how that'll be run. And it'll be every week, it'll be consistent, so that you guys always have something to look forward to. 
thanks for your question, Bonsai Tortoise. And again, if you guys have questions for the mailbag, like Zach said, go ahead and send them to us at zeldadailyshow at gmail.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to the special guest portion of the podcast. Now, we don't have a special guest this week, but Zach is going to go ahead and explain what this is going to be about and the type of people that we're going to have on here. So go ahead and take it away, Zach. So essentially, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to try our best to get a special guest for the week, Um, whether it be an influencer, a community leader, or whatever personalities there are in the community. Um, we'll bring them onto the show and we'll basically give them a little interview about what they do for the community, what they like about Zelda and how they got into it in the first place, and also have them join us and give their piece on whatever topic we are covering at the time and treat them basically like a third host of the show for that segment and basically getting their opinions on the subject and what they think about uh, everything that we'll be discussing and talking about. Absolutely. And we will be having a lineup for our special guests coming soon so you can see who's going to be on the show so that you could tune in for that episode in particular. But that should do it for the special guest segment. So without further ado, let's go ahead and move into our final segment. Alright everybody, this is Hyrule Trivia. Hyrule Trivia consists of two guests who will battle it out with their Zelda knowledge for amazing prizes and glory. If you'd like to become a contestant, please send us an email at zeldadailyshow at gmail.com and why you'd like to be on the show. We choose our contestants every Sunday and we record on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I really wanted to open this game show because I think having something like this on the podcast would be not only really fun, but it would engage the audience a lot more and get them to be a part of the show because we want to create Zelda Daily not for us. We want to create it for you guys. We want Zelda Daily to be a part of your routine and something that you guys enjoy. So we want to offer as much as we possibly can to you guys so that you guys have a fun time listening and watching whatever that may be. I think that about wraps it up for the first episode of Zelda Daily. Zach, do you got anything else you'd like to say? Anything else you'd like to add? Any questions you got? No, I, th- I mean, everything seems to be crystal clear. I'm excited to finally have this project get started up. I'm excited to see where this will take us. I'm excited just for so many things that this uh, this channel, this podcast, this show will have. Uh, I'm just excited for all the opportunities that this show will bring. And it's just it's going to be a lot of fun, and I look forward to it. Thanks so much for joining me today, Zach. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We really hope you guys did enjoy this, and we hope you guys make Zelda Daily a part of your daily routine. This was your host, David. And your co-host, Zach. 
And this was Zelda Daily, signing off. See you guys next week. Adios.